Shall we begin? Welcome back to Claiming Zero with Dallas and Vanessa. I am Dallas. If you don't recognize my voice. And I'm Vanessa. Hi. Good, welcome right? back. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us still here. Both of us still the same. Still chatting away. Um, super excited for this one. So full disclaimer to all of our listeners. We are recording this about a month before it's coming out because yeah. Vanessa and I are very busy people. Yes. And this happens sometimes with podcasts. So the Reddit that I'm going to read and the discussion we're going to have is current oh, right now. Okay. And I hope that it still remains current a month okay. from now. But the Reddit that I have is about the movie on Netflix, Look Both Ways. Oh, yay. Okay, we talked <laughs> a little bit about this. On, yeah, on and I just happened to find on the Fence Sitter Reddit mm -hmm. uh, a little post about it. So I thought we could talk about it because Vanessa <laughs> convinced me that it's worth watching, even mm -hmm. though I was very hesitant. I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be some stupid rom-com <laughs> that was going to make me really frustrated. But I will read you the Reddit and then we can chat because it yay! was good. I watched it. Okay, so is this a spoiler alert then if someone hasn't yes. seen it? You know okay. what? We should definitely, if you haven't seen it, watch it first and then come back and finish the episode because we're going to talk about the movie yeah. basically the okay. whole time. <laughs> I mean, it's also been out at this point, I think, for like two months. So yeah, get with it. Get, get with, with the it. program. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie Look Both Ways has a nice message that I think applies well to fence sitters. Anyone see this Netflix movie? It's kind of a multiverse or rather duoverse story about a girl graduating college who finds herself pregnant in one reality and not pregnant in the other. Spoiler warning, she has struggles in both realities, but she ultimately ends up happy, happy and fulfilled either way. While the movie is a rom-com and hardly goes into detail about the, for lack of a better term, existential angst, I think some of us fence sitters feel it was still a gentle reminder that things will probably be okay no matter what we choose. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I just happened to come across this post. The user's name is just numbers, so it's not very exciting. That's why I didn't read it. Um, <laughs> but then I was like, okay, now I have to watch the movie because people are talking about it on Reddit. Mm -hmm. Vanessa told me it was good. It was worth watching. And I started to watch it last night and I texted Vanessa right away. And I was like, I am 15 minutes in, I'm loving it. And I'm absolutely dying laughing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that you loved it. So, okay. Wait, before we get into like the actual movie, just mm -hmm. because you have already kind of shared your hesitations on it. Mm -hmm. Why were you hesitant? Because so many times when there is a movie and this is very unique in the sense that it's literally like happening simultaneously where right. the girl is she's either pregnant or she's not in in each of these realities and movies like this with this overall theme always end up with the woman becoming a mom and yeah. being so happy and it's never the other path mm -hmm. and so my hesitancy was like oh, I'm just gonna be frustrated I love a rom-com I love a cheesy movie like right. I'm not against some really <laughs> like just bad acting and bad storyline I love it sometimes I love some good high school rom-coms where it's like oh my gosh I'm the worst I 
listen pretty little liars it's not a movie but pretty little liars is one of my favorite shows of all time i'm like this is getting worse and worse every season and i love it more and more (laughs) it's literally devin will joke with me because he's like you give me a hard time for watching sports and you watch like i'm pretty sure this is for preteens and i'm like shut your mouth i need to know what happens if they make it to prom so get out yes yes so but i was i was hesitant because i was like you know i don't know if i'm in the mood right now to watch yeah this woman pretends like oh maybe she's not gonna have a baby and then she does and happily ever after no i agree with you and so i was so i i'm a i'm an avid netflix watcher so yeah (laughs) anyone ever has a good netflix or hulu recommendation send it my way but i was i saw it pop up and i love to watch like the top streaming whatever just to see what's happening and so i was like this is interesting and then immediately as soon as i saw what it was was like anxiety because exactly what you're saying i was like oh, I know exactly how this is going to go. Like Mm -hmm. she's going to end up in both realities, ending up in this happy place, my air Mm -hmm. quotes, of having a family Mm -hmm. and what society says is a family. And so as much as I was like hesitant to watch it, I was like, you know what, fine, I'll just watch it. And then Mm -hmm. Dallas and I can vent about it on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm so glad that it, well, we're, you know, we're going to get into it, but I'm so glad that that's not what ended up happening because I think it's exactly what, we need to start seeing mm-hmm. in big public ways. It needs to be something like that's that's more normal than yeah. what Hollywood's been telling us is normal. Yeah. So I think what I want to do is let's talk first about the movie. And then there's not like, this wasn't like a big wild ride at post. There's not a ton of comments, but there are some comments in here where people make some really nice points. So I think maybe I can end okay. the episode by reading some of these. Um, so just to kind of start it off the main character i forget the actress's name but she's in um riverdale riverdale Mm -hmm. the blonde girl um her name's natalie or nat in the movie and so (laughs) honest to god the first 15 minutes are probably my favorite part of the movie it's when her parents find out she's pregnant oh yes and her parents are not having it at no. all. They're like, this guy's like, the guy's her, a good friend of hers. They're probably best friends, but they're not dating or anything. Right. Um, they want to celebrate something and they're like, okay, we're going to sleep together. So, and they're like, what, 21, 22? It's their yeah, almost done with college. Yep. They're college aged and they decide to just do it one time just to see. Yeah. And they yeah. use protection. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing too, is like, it's not like they were like willy nilly, you know, and it was just one time, (laughs) one time. Mm -hmm. So she's at a a party and she's throwing up and she's not been drinking. So it's not like it's that her friend is like, it's either 7-Eleven sushi or you're pregnant. (laughs) I love her friend, by the way. She was so great. I think that character is so vitally important because Mm -hmm. that, because let's just slow it down for a second and say like, we're not naive to the fact that there are child-free people who have found out they're pregnant and that feeling of like I don't know who to talk to because I don't know if I want this child and Mm -hmm. having that friend for them to portray that friend that was like look either way it's gonna be fine is Mm -hmm. so important to have that support so Mm -hmm. I love that they put that character in there and she was just really that and she was a comic relief too but it was just a really good person to have there yeah so in the reality where she is pregnant her and her um what's his name Gabe is Mm -hmm. her friend they go to her parents house to tell them that they're Mm -hmm. pregnant 
and he's like a drummer in a band and she yeah. draws she's kind of like a graphic artist type of thing <laughs> so her parents are losing their minds and just the the dialogue and the conversation and the probably fairly accurate response of her parents is so funny and humorous and the one thing with that reality of being pregnant that I was kind of like you know just remember this it's like not everybody has two parents and a big Mm -hmm. house to live Mm -hmm. in because she stays there basically the whole time the guy stays there for a while Mm -hmm. and not everyone has that support and so I think that is a big misconception part of being pregnant especially because you're 21 22 years old and so you are just finishing with college you're thinking you're going to go get a job and your life just comes to a screeching halt and you either have people to support you or you don't so that is definitely I think a big reason why at at one point she does make a point to say I think I'm going to keep the baby so you know there was just you know this idea of contemplation should I or shouldn't I um which I just thought was very interesting yeah, no, I agree. And I think the parental reaction, like you said, it's it is comedic, but also extremely accurate to mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I would feel if Dev and I had a child and they came home anywhere between the age of like 15 to 21. And she's like, I'm having a baby. I would be like, are you freaking kidding me? Because mm-hmm. and like the, the part that's really funny is they're like, we're we were just about to be like empty nesters, yes, which is yes. ironic. <laughs> Right. Because people say like, oh, you should have kids are a blessing, but then they can't wait for their kids to grow up and get gone so that they can basically do what we do. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah it was really, really funny. And then he tries to, he proposes to her and the mom, <laughs> the, mom, freaks out. The mom comes running in for the back. Yeah. That was all, that was all great. Did you catch, so in the reality of her being pregnant after she has the baby, the conversation she has on the couch with her mom, mm-hmm. That I think, and like, honestly, someone else brought that up to me. I don't even know in what context, but we were talking about something and they brought it up. And I just thought it was so real. Like it was like, she, she said, I can't remember exactly what the mom said, but the girl had had the baby and she was like, Nat had the baby and was like, I just am like, I don't feel like myself. Mm -hmm. And the mom was like, oh, you you basically like, you're never going to be yourself again. You're going, yes, you're never not going to be a mom again. Yes, that's what she said. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's like exactly why it's so important to think through this decision. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it resonates with the fence sitter community so well, because it's true. Like no matter what happens, whether your kid grows up and and hates your guts or whether your kid grows up and is your best friend or Mm -hmm. whatever they choose to do, like you forever will be a parent. Mm -hmm. And that stress of being a parent and that, and the positives too, but Mm -hmm. will always be with you. And so I think it was really cool that they named that Mm -hmm. because it doesn't, again, get put into movies. It's like, oh, I had a baby and like, oh, we're like, it's usually focused around the couple. Yeah. You know? And she's technically a single mom too, because there's Mm -hmm. eventually her and her friend, I mean, they never actually like get together throughout like the, the babyhood and they kind of go their own ways and she tells him to go out and to date and she realizes how hard it is for your co-parent to mm-hmm. not be your significant other to be dating other people i mean these the, these kids are in their early 20s so yeah think about what you were doing then and try to put yourself in that position and it's got to be really freaking difficult well and um the thing that i think is so important from that that whole dynamic I know friends personally who have had children with people that 
they have said like if I didn't have a child with this person I probably wouldn't want to be with this person anymore Mm. but because of the child they try and figure Mm -hmm. out a dynamic of co-parenting and it is really difficult because the reason Mm -hmm. she doesn't want to be with this guy is because she doesn't want to hurt her kid and so already she's at a place of like I got to put my kid first which we Mm -hmm. all agree is like good parenting for sure what that does to you as a person is hard Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't just be swept under a rug like, oh, well, we all do it. So just, you know, get in line, sister, you know? Yeah. So um, that brings me to, I did, I did take a couple notes because I knew <laughs> yesterday when I was watching it that we were going to talk about it. Basically, before she has the baby, she basically, Natalie, Nat basically says like, she doesn't have to give up her dream and neither does her partner. You just put on hold for a minute. And her parents' reaction to that is kind of like, you can tell yourself that, but that's not true. Yeah. And so we do see her because I think we get both realities. We see the reality of her not being pregnant and really like doing some cool stuff, very artistic, very um, like goal driven. She has yes. this big five-year plan. She's a very big planner. And so we get to see that side of her for the non-pregnant, but then when right. we see her when she's a mom, you're like, where is that? You immediately know right away. Like, that stuff is not part of her life and she's trying right. to but it's really hard for her to continue to do that being a mom especially I mean yes she's a single mom but she's got her parents in the same house to help too mm-hmm. so even then she's kind of losing herself yeah no the priorities definitely shift and the drive shifts because it's hard like no one is saying that parenting is easy it's mm-hmm. a hard thing to do. It's a lot of energy. It's physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting. Mm-hmm. And even someone as young and like and sprout as 21, 22, mm-hmm. it's still a lot. So yes, we see that her when in the peril in the universe where she's not pregnant, she gets to follow that plan and she gets to just put all her energy towards building mm-hmm. the career and life she wants without any limitation other than the standard limitation of like I think at some point she jokes around about like moving to LA and not being able to find a job because she mm-hmm. even though she has a degree or something like that mm-hmm. I'm like yeah welcome to college yeah, graduate that's the real <laughs> life so a lot a lot happens in between little stuff big stuff um one of my favorite scenes is when as the child free character her and her best friend slash roommate come back home from LA for their friend's baby shower Oh and yeah. She a lot has happened, a lot has fallen out in her life, a breakup, losing a job, all these things. And she kind of comes home as that stereotypical child-free woman disaster mm-hmm. where she's got nothing good in her life, she feels like, and she just doesn't want to have to tell people this and she gets upset and she leaves. And so I just think that that like there's some very stereotypical things in both of the paths that she's on, but they're they're fun and they're just kind of partly accurate sometimes and it's just a very that was a very fun part for me because I was like here it is here's that (laughs) that stereotype because she didn't she like what I saw was like she just this was a girl who didn't want to be around in in her hometown surrounded Mm -hmm. by everybody who was like oh so are you in somebody are you gonna get married are you gonna have kids like that whole big LA person yeah she just didn't want to be in that conversation and then the relationship real fast like the relationship she had in the child free universe I thought it was very interesting that so obviously he was also child free yeah and he ends up following his dream job which takes him all over the country which puts Mm -hmm. a strain on their relationship and I think that's a thing that we don't talk about often is Mm -hmm. people 
children are like the top reason to give up everything your mm -hmm. dreams your what your aspirations and like stay home mm -hmm. but just because you're in a couple doesn't necessarily mean you do that so there's a lot of couples who are child free who have these strenuous relationships mm -hmm. because even though they don't have kids they have loves of careers and it pulls them in different directions and so i thought mm -hmm. that was a really interesting way to see that play out like she's trying to follow her dream he's following his dream whereas in the yeah. other you know the other universe the kid is what kept them in the same city mm -hmm. yeah it's just that portrayal of like no matter what side of the fence you fall on there's always going to be heartache there's always mm -hmm. going to be trials and anguish and all that stuff you're always going to have that it's just do you have that from say a relationship with a partner do you right. have that from something the the effect of having a kid it's it can be anything and that's where we kind of talk about like when we say like yeah we as child people we can be tired too mm -hmm. because we're not putting our energy into a kid but we are still putting it somewhere else most likely and even right. if we're not that's fine too but it's just like it doesn't matter if you have a kid or not you're going to go down the road and there's going to be bumps i mean mm -hmm. they're 20 years old <laughs> there's yeah. so much more that's going to happen in your life oh a hundred percent yeah <laughs> um i love at the end I love the full circle, like no matter what she, as a mom, she's happy. She mm -hmm. gets, you know, her and the guy end up together and they have this cute little daughter named Rosie and, you know, they make it work and they're happy. And in the alternate reality of not having kids, she ends up reconnecting. She does all this whole like South by Southwest stuff that like crosses in and out was very cool. But then you know, the guy comes back and he realizes like, you know, I want to be here for you and they make it work too. So it's like, there was yeah. no, which is what I was not expecting there, but yeah. there was no sort of like, you should feel this way or you should feel that way, or this is how right. your life should go. And that's, I think why people think it's such a great movie. I agree. I was expecting in the universe where she had no children that she ends up with this guy and then they fast forward and they have kids and that it was yes. going to be like oh well she was happy over here and she just had her kids later yeah versus like no she just we don't know it just mm -hmm. ends and we don't know if she ever has kids or yeah. you know what and I think that that was such a beautiful way to end that because mm -hmm. that is the case for especially when you're still it's like I think it ends at her being like mid-20s or something like that so yeah they are about 27 by the end of it all and yeah. still obviously very young yes and have a lot to do but getting to have whatever reality works for you yes I also the the, the other scene that stuck out to me but uh, and then we can get to the comments I want to hear what they have to say the scene of when she was a mom and she went to visit her friend in LA Mm -hmm. yeah so she's a mom and it's the same friend from college who was there mm -hmm. when she found out she was pregnant and she goes to visit and she's still co-parenting with the guy mm -hmm. and she gets a call from her daughter who yes. I don't know is like four or five maybe and finds out basically that her daughter is being left with her the, the dad's like girlfriend's sister or something yeah and so yeah. she panics and she goes home but the the thing was is I think it spoke so much to like what it's like to be the child-free friend yeah the, the, the girl the friend was like I cleared my whole schedule for you like to yes. come visit and she was like I'm sorry I gotta go like my my daughter takes precedence which is mm -hmm. valid and yeah. they end up you know working through it as friends but I don't like 
it's not to toot our own horns, but I feel like we bend a lot as the child-free mm-hmm. friends for moms um, or dads, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of bend to their lives. And she did. And I just was like, yeah, that's exactly what it's like. You clear yes. your whole schedule and, you know. Yeah, and it's a big bummer. But I did appreciate that the friend, she tried to kind of push her to like, it's okay, like, just stay here. It'll be all right. Yeah. But then went to who I assume was her roommate at the time um, and was just kind of like, okay, so do you want to go to brunch? Like she kind of kept moving her life forward. It did not become a big argument. She clearly, they have a good bond and a good friendship because she understood and was like, okay, I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm going to still go to brunch. Like I had planned just with maybe somebody different. So I thought that was kind of, that was kind of cool. That's like, that's a good friendship. For sure. For sure. Goals. (laughs) Right. For sure. Um, okay, so just a couple of comments. Um, the like I said, there's not a lot of comments. The first one is from Music Realtor. Ooh. <laughs> it's not just that your overall happiness will probably be the same regardless of which option you choose. It's also that your life will be mostly the same. My wife and I are child free, but if I look at our friends and neighbors with kids, their lives are not that different from ours. Yes, their life in the first year was tough. Everyone goes through tough times and rough adjustments. Normal life after that is normal. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's very true because you can still do the same things. Like Mm -hmm. mark my words, if I ever have a child, like I will will pack that sucker up in a carry-on and take them to whatever country I'm going to next you can still do those things it's obviously more difficult but your life can still be the same that's very true um this is bubble dumb bitch (laughs) I loved that movie I was also surprised at how good that message was also I'm a fan of Lily Reinhardt that's the girl's name got it Um, So even expecting it to be trash, I watched it, which was like me (laughs) way above and beyond all expectations. Made me feel good as a fence sitter. Made me want to cry a few times, to be honest. Oh, that was sweet. Um, Thomas, the hippo slayer. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Honestly, this is a good lesson. And to piggyback, I'll go to fetch a comic that changed my outlook on life years ago. It's a silly little comic, but it has a powerful lesson. Don't compare an idealized fantasy of what might have been to the reality of what happened instead. Mm. No matter what you choose, the fantasy is always going to win. And I think that, especially for fence sitters, but just in in decision-making in general in your life is so true. And I think that in order to make a decision, we have to remember that the fantasy is always going to win. The what if, what could have been is always going to win. So make your choice accept your choice make it work for you and just know that the fantasy will always be there but it's a fantasy for a reason for sure no I, I think that's exactly exactly right and I think you nailed it with saying like it's just decision making in general regardless mm-hmm. and obviously having a child is a huge decision but mm-hmm. there's other decisions and I would say that people who tend to err on the side of caution and decide not to have children probably err on the side of caution and a lot of other things Mm -hmm. so it's a good reminder to be like hey let's not hold ourselves to these like high expectations or fantasies and let's just enjoy what we have Mm -hmm. while we have it yeah for sure so I'm glad that you suggested I watch the movie 
And I'm glad that I happened to be on the fence sitter Reddit, which I'm not usually because I'm not a fence sitter, but I was like, you know, let's see what kind of topics since we want to be here for the child free by choice, but also for the fence sitters who aren't quite sure. Um, yeah. And so I, I like I could watch that movie again. It was so good. If you haven't watched it yet, like we said, this is we're recording this quite a while back in time, um, but <laughs> I'm sure it's still on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. It's definitely worth a good laugh and a, a look at your life. Yeah, and then no. Makes you it, wish you were in college again, <laughs> right? I know. Gosh, and it will, and it really like kind of takes you back, right? You're like, dang, my life could have gone differently. Yeah, like, you know, like yeah. it makes you kind of think both ways. And gosh, don't we wish that we could do that? Like personally, when I saw it, I was like, hey, God, can I do that? Can you like split my universes so I can see <laughs> what happens? Because I'm just like her, like I'm a planner. So in my head, I was like, okay, like five years this way. And then five Mm -hmm. years that way, like, can I just kind of see if I'm happy or if I'm stressed? (laughs) So she's very lucky that she got to see what happens. (laughs) Both. Oh, yeah. But no, it was it was a good one. And if you have any good suggestions for movies, documentaries, books, I'm going to try and start taking up some light reading, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that you resources, things like that, that you might have as a recommendation as a listener, like, please, please send it our way, not just for us, but we would love to share it mm-hmm. on the podcast for everyone else. Cause you know, knowledge is power. And I heard a statistic today and it's making me sad. Statistically only f- like 42% of people who graduate college in the United States never read a book again. Oh, I know. Doesn't that make you kind of like, that's <gasps> weird. I mean, I never read a book in college to begin with, but <laughs> you are your own statistic. I'm my 1% of people. Yeah. But so yeah, send us, send us any suggestions you have like that. And thank you so much for doing all the things, rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing, and yes, you can always, yeah. And tell, tell people where they can find yeah, us make sure if you're on instagram you're following us at claiming zero and if you're not and you want to just shoot us an email any suggestions claiming zero podcast at gmail.com we are on all of the platforms so spotify if you're listening to us from there scroll up to the top and just tap that five star review for us if you listen on apple Podcasts, you can leave us a review if you'd like and also give us five stars and you I'm can buy sad. us a coffee <laughs> i know you can do so many things now there's, there's so many things like you so can do to support options. us and show us the love yes and we appreciate all of it thank you so much Always. every day thank you well, guys have a great week okay talk to you later bye bye